Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express. It's Ascension Thursday, May 25th, 2017. Folks, we have some catching up to do. It really is overwhelming to try to keep up with it all. And our next news digest to be published on our blog soon will be humongous. Here are some recent news stories from Novos Ordo land that you might have missed. Francis is creating more bogus cardinals. On June 28th, there will be a consistory in the Vatican to bestow the red hat on the following individuals in the Vatican II Church. Jean Zerbo, the Archbishop of Bamako, Mali. Juan Jose Omela, Archbishop of Barcelona, Spain. Anders Arborelius, Bishop of Stockholm, Sweden. Louis-Marie Lingmang... I'm not even going to try that one. Apostolic Vicar of Paxe, Laos. And Gregorio Rosa Chavez, Auxiliary Bishop of San Salvador, El Salvador. Now, the last choice there is particularly interesting because Francis is naming an auxiliary a cardinal in an archdiocese where the archbishop himself is not a cardinal. I have to say, though, that I'm really disappointed that Francis hasn't created any cardinals yet in Liechtenstein, Monaco, or Singapore. Go to the peripheries, man. Then, on May 21st, this past Sunday, Francis visited St. Peter Damien Parish on the outskirts of Rome. CruxNow.com has posted an article on it with the title, Pope. Christians without tenderness, respect, are serpents who divide. How have you been doing on that, by the way? I mean, that tenderness thing. If there's a way to be paid a quarter for every time Francis uses the word tenderness, could someone please let me know? I mean, we could fund the entire year's budget for Novos Ordo Watch just on that. Uh, which, by the way, reminds me, the month of May has not been going so well in terms of donations here. So let me just reiterate that for donations of $35 or more, which are tax deductible, by the way, you can get a gift in return. And if you want to see what uh, those gifts are, depending on how much you give this month, have a look at novusordowatch.org slash donate. And um, just to be clear, gift means it's free, okay? <laughs> All right. Cardinal Burke has called on Francis to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. On May 19th, Burke was speaking at the Rome Life Conference. By the way, does, does anyone know what Burke does when he isn't traveling or giving a conference or doing an interview? In any case, Burke was speaking at a conference sponsored by Voice of the Family, and so uh, this is uh, this is a big, big story, uh, of course, in the semi-traditionalist world, because it uh, once again gets everybody excited about Fatima and Burke, and oh, look at all those great conservative prelates we have that we just need to follow to keep the church from collapsing, uh, that kind of thing. Well, I have no idea what planet Mr. Burke is on, but the very idea of Francis fulfilling a request by Our Lady of Fatima is grotesque. I mean, here we're talking about a man who doesn't even believe in the Catholic notion of sin. Francis doesn't believe in Catholicism, period. I mean, Burke just wrote a letter to Francis refuting his false theology in Amoris Laetitia, remember? That's the, uh, the dubia. 
So instead of calling on such an apostate as Francis to bring about the conversion of Russia, Burke should be calling for the conversion of Francis. I mean, let's go step by step here. Now, regardless of Burke's intent, the effect of his call for the consecration of Russia, as always, is it will keep people inside the Novus Ordo Church just a little bit longer. It'll get them fired up again. It'll, it'll get all their hopes up again about, you know, changing something inside the false church rather than abandoning it and embracing true Roman Catholicism, albeit without a pope, since there currently isn't one. At the same Rome Life Conference, by the way, one of Burke's buddies, Mr. Cardinal Kafara, also gave a talk, and he said that Sister Lucy of Fatima told him in a letter in the 1980s, quote, A time will come when the decisive battle between the kingdom of Christ and Satan will be over marriage and the family, unquote. And so, this is another thing that keeps goodwilled people in the Novus Ordo Church, this apparent connection that is constantly being maintained via Sister Lucy between Our Lady of Fatima and the Vatican II sect. Now, there is plenty of evidence that the woman who claimed to be Sister Lucy of Fatima after 1959 actually is not Sister Lucy, okay? And there's photographic evidence to that effect, though I really don't want to get into all that now. Well, it makes sense, you know, that they would have presumably killed the real Sister Lucy around 1959 since they weren't going to release the third secret in 1960. And so it makes sense that they would have replaced her with another woman instead. Anyway, the point I want to make is that I do not think for a minute, and this is really just my opinion, I do not think for a minute that the decisive ultimate battle between Jesus Christ and Satan will be over holy matrimony and the family. Now, as important as marriage and the family are, to me, that's a bit, you know, anticlimactic. Surely the ultimate battle, the Armageddon, is going to be about something supernatural. Neither marriage nor the family are supernatural. Now, it's true, of course, that our Lord raised holy matrimony to a sacrament for the baptized, and that is supernatural. But you can have a true, valid marriage even among non-baptized people, and it's still a marriage. So, in any case, I don't buy it. I don't think that the final battle will be about something natural. I think it will be about the true faith. Kind of like we're seeing now, actually, but probably a lot worse. But these people, you know, people like uh, Kafara, Burke, Schneider, and the rest of them, these people really only seem to get all bent out of shape when their imposter pope messes with doctrine related to the Sixth and Ninth Commandments. When he blasphemes, when he denies the true God, when he denounces converting people as a sin against ecumenism, I don't know, but I don't recall any of those people putting out petitions or setting up conferences or giving interviews or anything of the kind regarding those things. Recently, Francis said that Jesus Christ became the devil when he suffered for our sins. That's blasphemy. That's heresy, and that's a bit worse than, you know, turning a blind eye to adultery, as bad as that is. But, I don't know, people don't seem to care. In fact, they hold up John Paul II, for example, as the great Orthodox defender of the faith, 
only because he said that unrepentant adulterers cannot receive the sacraments. And what they don't tell you is that John Paul II also said, for example, in his 1979 encyclical Redemptor Homines No. 6, that the firmness with which members of non-Christian religions cling to their errors is a result of the Holy Ghost operating outside the church. That is blasphemy. That is heresy. But you won't hear about it from Cardinal Burke. Tradcast Express is a production of Novus Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novusordowatch.org slash donate.